What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have an awesome guest with us today, for all of our mamas out there who are building businesses and trying to do all the things, this is a powerhouse leader in entrepreneurship. We have today with us Jen Dillard, who is a real estate mogul based in Hood River, Oregon, with over $200 million of lifetime sales. She runs a team of 13 agents and is a busy mom of two. She has a family first mentality and prides herself on being a present mom while also thriving at work. She runs her Jen Dillard real estate team with that same family approach. And she cares about her team, both personally and professionally, and makes it her mission to help others succeed. She has a huge track record for success. She's leading an incredible team. She's living the life at home that she wants, and she is going to dig into all of the things today. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a mama and you're like, how in the world is it possible? How do I do it all? How do I figure this out? We are going to have a powerful conversation about this. Jen's mission is to inspire women to chase their dreams, no matter where they are in life. Her goal is to make lasting connections and empower those around her through both actions and words. Her loving husband, Travis, and their two children, Cade and Henley are her pride and joy and finding a balance between being a boss and mom is hard, but Jen makes it look easy. And that's what makes the Dillard difference. So let's turn it over to this conversation. All right, Jen, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. So excited to be here. Woo-hoo. Okay. Before we dig into the meat, I want our listeners to really have a clear understanding of who you are. So how did you get into real estate? All of the things, just tell us a little bit more about your story. Yeah. So in a nutshell, I started in real estate, um, 2007 and was, you know, dabbled in it. I worked in, you know, I, I liked it. It was really fun. It was really exciting at that point in my life, but of course we hit a 2008, we hit that fun recession and it kind of, I got into real estate at a great time and I got out of it at a great time. And then just life took me other places I ended up meeting my husband and um, through the techno- the telecom industry, which is what I did after I was started in real estate. Um, and then fast forward, we had our two kiddos who are now six and eight um, and stayed home with the babes for about till my second was six months old. And then, you know, one day I was just like, gosh, I feel like I love being a mom. I love being with my kids, but I need something for me. I need something that makes me feel like that, that gives me that fire again. And that makes me feel, I felt like I lost my identity. Like I lost 
what made me feel like me. And so, so, uh, you know, he, we had a good conversation about just like, what, when did you feel like you had that last? And it was real estate. I love the adrenaline rush. I love helping people, um, being part of such a big, huge event in people's lives. So anyway, long story short, got back into real estate and haven't looked back. So, so cool. I love it. So I want to unpack a lot in this conversation. I think um, so many of our listeners will resonate with that part of your story where you're like, I love being a mom. And I also felt like, like, what is this tug? There's more like, what else can I do? Mm -hmm. And I think it's such a cool thing that that's possible now. And I think there's like limitless amounts of opportunity for women to live aligned with their values, to be able to be the mom they want to be and have that passion and have that something else that's filling their cup and giving them just life. Like, I feel like that's so essential and it's so cool that it's so prevalent now. Ah, spring, nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what does that look like for you? Like when you're building this incredible business, like you're so successful when you're building this and you're like, okay, but I have these kids and a husband and I want to be present and I want to do this. How have you been able to do it all? Well, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect at it because I don't think anyone is, but you just, you know, for me, I have to, I constantly remind myself and my husband constantly reminds me and I constantly remind him, you know, we just have to stay really have that communication with each other. But, you know, I think that having for for me, obviously my kids and my husband always come first, they have to, and that has to be the priority. Somebody once said to me, you know, if you have like, you've all these glass balls in the air, you've got, you know, your job, you've got your kids, you've got, you know, like just all the things, right. We've got all these things, all these glass balls in the air. One of them might drop like, and they might break. And which one do you want that to be? Like, which one is like a non-negotiable can't break? Well, that's my family. Right. Break, need to keep that up in the air and keep that whole, you know? And so I love that analogy. And I think about that a lot and I'm like, okay, well, if, you know, my business failed, I'd be okay. If this failed, it'd be okay, but not my family. Like that's my everything. So, um, 
Yeah. So I remind myself about that a lot. And I, and I just, my husband and I have worked really closely together because he's also an entrepreneur and we've made it so that we have, we have set hours that we can be on our phone because our phones are such a time suck and they're, they're an energy suck. And they, they, you could be on that thing all day long, all night long, and you're not present. You know, if you're looking at your phone, you're not present. And so, uh, we have made it so that at five o'clock every day, phone is off. That's it. Like phone goes away. And my clients, I make, I set those expectations with my clients and my team. Like I am not available between the hours of five and I'll check it around eight when they go to bed and just make sure there's nothing on fire. But other than that, I'm not available till the next day. So I love it. And I love it. And, and that's such a simple thing to put in place. And yet it's so hard for people to do. It's so hard for people to do. So how did you, how did you create that discipline? Cause that's all it is. It's just discipline and like actually deciding and then actually following through with that. Yeah. You know, I think it's just constant communication with each other with, you know, as a family and our kids are old enough. Now they'll remind us, they'll be like, Hey, no phone hours or no phone zone. Like we don't allow phones at the kitchen table. There's no phones in the bedrooms. Like we know we really try to make it so that, and we make it fun too. Like, Ooh, remind us you get a dollar if you catch us, you know, things like that. So I love it. That's how we, we hold each other accountable. That's so great. And then you bring them into it too. So that's perfect. I love the integration of family and business. I think so many times it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this, but Mm -hmm. it's like, it's such a fluid thing, like building a business as a mom it's like, you're never only mom and you're never only CEO and you're never only wife. Like you're wearing those hats all the time. And there's a way to do it in such a beautiful way with boundaries, but allowing that fluidity to come and go. And I think that's so important that you're having those conversations with your kids and you're having those conversations with your spouse. And it's just, it's like a team. It's a team effort. Yeah. I mean, why not include our kids in the things that we yeah. love? You know, I love business. My husband loves business. So we've we found ways to include our kids and to teach them about business. There's so many yeah. fun games. There's a game called Cash Flow by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, he, yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. He has uh, he created a game for kids. It's about cash flow and it's about like you you have um, assets and liabilities and you have to and you learn about like money and property. It's really cool. And then nice. you know something as simple as a lemonade stand. It's so fun and like, it's, you know, whimsical. It's very kid-like, but also make it a business. They have to take some of that money to invest into their next lemonade stand. And then our kids take some of that and they donate it to the food bank and they get to split the proceeds and buy whatever, you know? So I think it's so fun. I love it. And it's so powerful. Like the the lessons and the things that you get to teach your kids through entrepreneurial parenting Like they'll never get that in school. Like, do you homeschool? I think I saw that. We did. We did homeschool this year. They're going back to school, but uh, school, but yeah, we loved homeschooling. It was great. I just feel like our kids are ready for like a little more socialization right now. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah. Like either way, like whatever, they're not getting that other places. So the lessons that we get to teach them that is so just ingrained in how we operate and how we do things. And we're, and we're dealing with, like you mentioned, putting out fires and struggles and, and lulls and, and building a team and working with people and human connection. All of those things are conversations that we can be having with our children. Yes. I think that's so neat. Yes. 
Okay. I want to, I want to unpack a little bit. You talk, or I mentioned that you have this, you have this incredible team. So you have, you've built this real estate business and then you have a team of 13 agents, right? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is so cool. And something yeah. that I was reading kind of in your intake form was the fact that your hiring process is very different than probably the traditional way of hiring. So can we talk about that for a little bit? Because some of our listeners are getting to a place in their business where it's been a one man show for a long time and they're finally ready to expand and to start to build their team and to start to delegate and to start to do that. So what does that process look like? And kind of what are some best practices when it comes to starting to expand? Yeah. So we have third, I have the 13 agents, but we also, I also have five incredible operations staff um, employees that we could not operate without them. They are just a huge, a huge part of what makes a business run. So, um, but as far as hiring goes, I like to make the hiring process, um, part of, the, the team to be involved. I always have at least one person, if usually to uh, talk to the person that we're thinking about bringing on because the culture is so important and one bad egg will spoil the bunch. So totally. really we're so big on culture here. And uh, I think that's what's helped us to have success is just because we really do care about each other and we work well together. There's no drama. Um, and so we can stay focused on our clients and what we do best. Uh, so that is, you know, that's really important. And then hiring, you know, I like to ask people, Hey, how did you hear about us? And what were, what are some of the things that you, that you saw that attracted you to the team and what makes you want to be on the team? Because if they're like, "Mm, I don't know anything about the team or, um, you know, uh, that's a red flag to me. I think that, you know, I want people that see the value of being on a team and especially being on our team and, and are that really want to be a part of it. Yeah. How do you, how do you cast that vision? Like as the visionary of the company, and Mm -hmm. I think this is something that's really powerful. If you're in the weeds, doing all the things, doing all of the, the daily grind, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't see clearly, you don't have clear perspective. You can't continue to cast that vision and to expand and to grow and to lead the ship if you're in, in the weeds. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're like, Frick, I'm in the weeds right now, I'm literally doing every freaking thing there is for my business. I'm doing the marketing, the advertising, the, the social media, the emails, the customer service, the packaging, the shipping. That's how probably most of us have started, right? You have to start, get like, get everything going, but you have to be real with yourself when it's like, you're literally spread so thin doing all of the things that are not in your zone of genius. I'm really passionate about this part because we all have the strengths, right? We all have certain strengths. And if we're not spending time in those strengths and we're spending way too much time and energy outside of that, that's where you lose joy. You lose passion. You lose fulfillment. You lose all of the things that got you started in the first place. And so I want to just like, how have you stayed in that visionary role and then elevated people to rise mm-hmm. up into the roles that you've needed them to like fulfill those different, um, just the daily, the daily things that have to get done, but not necessarily by you. Yeah. Well, you hit the nail on the head with making sure that like delegating those roles to people where that's their core genius. Like I am not 
the best with the, like the back office stuff and the yeah. paperwork and that like, that is not my core genius. And I know that. So I have, I have found people who that's what they are passionate about. They love, they're really good at, and yeah. it, and it makes them feel like that's, that's their role. They love it. And so great. You do that. And so sometimes when I'm hiring, I create a position that's for the person and some people will say that this is not a good way to hire you. They should say you should hire the person for the job. I hire the person and then create the job around them. I love it. Yeah. I really think again, the culture is so important. So finding people who fit the culture have, you know, have that vibe that fits the JDRE culture. And then what are we, I ask them like, what are your strengths? And if it's, if their strengths are things that we're needing in our, within our team, then I create a position around them. I mean, the employees that we have right now, they've kind of like, we've moved them around and kind of had to mold a position for them because I'm, I go, Oh, actually you're really good at this. Let's kind of shift you over to this role and move you over here. And, yeah. you know, playing a little musical chairs over here, but that's how we, that's, I mean, that's how we make it run. So I love it. And I feel like that's, that's in my opinion, so much smarter than having this box, like having this role that someone has to just fit into this box. It's like, find the human beings who share your mission, who share your values, who share, like who can get on board with what you're creating and who, who want the success for the company just as much as you do. That's way harder to find than mm. it is to find someone who can complete True. the checklist or like do the skills. Right. So I love that. That's your focus. That's so that's such a huge takeaway for anyone that's wanting to hire or needing to the human being that you're hiring is way more important than the job that needs to get done. So true. And inside the box thinking is just, I am, I've always, I love to think outside the box. I love to be innovative. I love to go, okay, this is something that's lacking. And I feel like needs to be fulfilled, need to be filled. Let's make it happen. Or yeah. hmm, nobody is doing this in the industry. For example, staging. We, I moved here at a time when staging was, non-existent. I mean, there really wasn't, there were no staging companies. This is five years ago in this area. And so I go, I went and thought to myself, okay, well, let's make that happen. So I found a warehouse, rented it, filled it with, with furniture, home goods, you know, all the things. And we staged all of our own listings. And so we solved for that. And that's, you know, that's what we continue to do is stay innovative and find where the problem is and let's solve for it. I love it. That's huge. And that's, I mean, that's a huge nugget for entrepreneurship period is like, we, we can't just expect what got us here to continue to keep us here and to continue to continue to allow us to grow. Like we have to be looking for new ways to innovate, to grow, to expand. So just staying in that forward motion, like that's so crucial. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to you, we've talked some about culture for someone who's like, okay, I, I like hear this all the time. Team culture is so important, blah, blah, blah. How do you go about building that? Like, how have you, what does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. I think as a leader, it's caring more about not, you know, more about the person than about the employee. Um, and caring about the person on a, on a personal and a professional level. So yeah. when I, I do one-on-ones every week with each team member. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. It's like third, 20 to 30 minutes per person every week, but it's like, how is your life going? 
Like, what do you need? Are you feeling stuck on anything? Is there anything I can help with personally, professionally, you know, just really genuinely caring about people, I think really makes them want to, first of all, it relieves them from that like fear and scarcity mindset and puts them back into an abundance mindset where they're like, I'm cared for, I'm good. Like I've got this. And, um, and I think it makes them want to work harder. And so I think Jen, and it has to be genuine. You can't just be like, how is your family? Okay. Anyway, moving right. on, <laughs> moving on to moving on to business. Okay. How many right. sales are you going to have? You know, it can't be like that. It has to be totally. genuine. So yeah. I think that's huge. We stay in constant communication. We have a group chat for the team. Everybody's on it. Everyone that's a part of the JDRE team is on the group chat and it's via text. And sometimes it's just something super funny and we share, you know, funny things that happen with, you know, with business, with personal, whatever. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, I'm stuck with this. I need help with this. Do you have a vendor for this? Like, it's just a free for all. And, and it helps us to stay engaged with each other. And then also we meet once a week, all of us in person. So, so you guys are all local then. Well, obviously for real estate, that's probably that's yeah. probably pretty common. Okay. I love it. So that connection, like, like what I'm hearing over and over is just real genuine connection. Is that yeah. the core? Okay. Yes, it has to be. I mean, you yeah. have to be connected. And if you can't be, if you can't be in person, Zoom's fine too, but see, everyone has to have their cameras on and like, I want to see your face. I want to yeah. see your expression. I want to, you know, I want to connect. So. I love it. That's so important. I love it. I love that you brought that up. That's huge. And I think, I think especially after everything that people have been going through, it's like, that's what people are craving more than anything else. They want connection at the core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. Team building events. Like it doesn't have to be something big and expensive, like go to lunch together. Or, you know, one thing that we're planning is to do a team movie night. Everybody's going to come over and have a pajama party and watch a movie. And it's not going to be real estate related. It's just going to be fun. And it just, you know, just like, because this is your family away from your family. You need to be with them. So love it. So good. So I want to hear something that people struggle with I think more than anything else is that belief in themselves. Mm. So as an entrepreneur who has built something so big at this point, how did it all begin? How did you bet on yourself? How did you go all in with the vision that you had with what you wanted to do for impact? And how, like, where did you get to that point where you were like, what, like, I got this, like, let's go. You know, I feel like that is such a magical moment Mm. (laughs) for people. It really is. And I think it comes with going through, you know, falling and failing. Mm, I have failed and I have gotten back up and I now know that if I fail, I'll get back up again. And I think that you have to make mistakes in order to have growth. And um, so has my journey been perfect? Heck no, it hasn't. I've failed. I've had partnerships dissolve. I've had business, businesses fail. And, and guess what? I'm still here and I am stronger than ever. And, and, um, I have an incredible team that supports me and I support them. And I wouldn't have gotten here without having the, the trials and tribulations that I had. And so as far as building the team goes, I didn't ever really plan on building a big team. This was not something that I was like the, this vision. I would love to say that it was all planned and thought out, but it was not. Um, 
which is kind of fun and magical right. in itself. But I like it. yeah, so I found an agent that, or he wasn't an agent at the time. He was a barista and I just loved him as a person, thought his energy was so amazing and talked to him at the coffee shop and said, Hey, if you ever consider like we had a longer conversation than this, but what it resulted in was if you ever have an interest in getting your real estate license, I would love to mentor you. And he did. He got his license and he called me and he was my first agent and he's still with me today. And, um, you know, it just kind of went from there. I, I thought to myself while watching his journey and watching him grow, I just was so, it filled me with so much joy to help him have success. And he did it all on his own. I don't have anything to do with it, but just to be there to support him and lift him up. And then, you know, and then there was another, and then there was another and another and another. And I just, I've really had to stay strict with myself and, and to, to really make sure that I am a good leader and that I protect this thing with everything I have. And so we, we've turned people away and, and it's hard. It's really hard. I hate to turn people away, but what's most important is keeping this team strong. And I love that. It's a really strong culture and that everyone feels that. So that's incredible. So how in, in the midst of failing and falling and learning and growing, mm-hmm. how did you, how are you able to quote unquote fail or whatever? <laughs> I, I like hate that because yeah. obviously, you know, you know how it is, but yeah. how did you fail or not succeed or whatever and not tie it to your sense of worth as a human? Like I failed and now I'm not worthy. Now I can't do it. Now I, this you failed and you learned and you continued to go. Some people can never figure this out. So like, what was it for you? Was it, did you have something clear that you were working towards? Did you have like, what was it at the core? Do you feel like, or can you even identify it? Yeah, I think that it was, I think that I never really, I definitely felt like pity. I had a pity party. I had there were tears, there were tantrums, like, I'm not gonna, that's totally normal. And you have to feel that and you have to sit in that in order to come out of it. And so I did. And I really had to think about the situation and why it happened. And was it me or was it, you know, and there, there were certain things that were me that I needed to change and that I needed to grow from. And and, and learn from. And, and so I took those things and I applied them and, and I tried again and I tried again and again and again, and I finally figured it out. And will I fail again? Maybe, but will I get back up a hundred percent? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think that alone, if our listeners just hear that alone, the, the ones who are struggling with belief or like, well, I haven't proven to anyone that I can do this. I haven't proven my success yet. I haven't, I have no track record that says I will be able to do this. It's that one, that one decision that mm-hmm. I'm just not going to quit. No mm-hmm. matter what I will fail. I will learn. I will figure it out. I will, I will try new things. I will, when you have that one belief that I am just not willing to give up that alone is what you build everything on. That's the foundation to too, right? Who, like what, who cares? I know. Competing, compete with yourself. Don't compete with anybody else, but yourself compete with yourself and, you know, and just try to be better. 
be better for you, for nobody else but you. I love it so much. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you yeah. feel like kind of circling it all back to you're, a, you're an amazing mom, you're an amazing CEO. Do you feel like you're a better CEO because you're a mom or you're a better mom because you're a CEO? Like how do those things interweave? Mm, yeah, I love that. I definitely think that I am a better CEO and leader because I'm a mom. I feel like I'm softer, like I am understanding and compassionate and, and I understand work-life balance. I understand like, Hey, my kiddo's sick, go like that is the most important thing. Family first, always go. Uh, we'll take care of whatever it is. So I think that that really helps me to be understanding. Um, I think that uh, being a CEO helps me to be a better mom in the sense that I'm, you know, organized and like, I can, I can control some chaos to some extent, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and we've got a soccer game and this and that, and da, 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 you know, and so I, I can put together calendars and schedules like a boss, Yeah, my family. So I love it. I love it. And I feel like for me, I've got five kiddos. And it's like, (laughs) right. I don't know. No, no, no. Once you have one, you can have like 40. No, (laughs) I feel like it's so interesting because I was that girl growing up. My mom was a stay at home mom. That's all I ever knew. And so that's all I ever wanted to be. Like I went to college only because I was on volleyball scholarship. Like I was not going to school to get a degree to work. And that's, I feel like the normal, whatever, but I hit that same, like, what in the heck I'm 20 years old. I'm a mom, I'm a wife. And I still feel like something's missing. Like, what is this? Why, why? And I had to go through so many of those internal struggles of like, am I a bad mom? Because I want something outside of motherhood. Am I this? Am I that? Am I going to, am I doing my kids a disservice? Cause I'm not giving my whole everything to them. And Holy crap. I can't even imagine mothering my kids without the lessons and the habits that I've like had to instill because I'm building a business and doing these things. I can't imagine mothering without this side of me. And so I think for someone maybe who's listening, who's struggling with that mom guilt or like whatever that crap is that you you're like, Oh, I don't know if I can do both. I don't know if I can do this and this figure out, like really get clear on how your kids are benefiting from you fulfilling this role, from you pursuing this passion, from you pouring into yourself and something that you care about, how are they the direct beneficiaries? Because as soon as I got clear on that, and as soon as I was really clear on, holy moly, this actually came into my life, this entrepreneurship journey came into my life so that I could fulfill my role as a mother at the highest like ability that I can. Because I had so many gaps before this and I still do. We all do, but it way more gaps before. How amazing. Like what a great role model you are by 
you know, like showing up for yourself, you're showing up for yourself, for your health by being into, you know, being healthy and fit. And that's huge. It's so important for them to see that you're showing up as, you know, that your business and, and you're creating a great life for your family. Like that's all that stuff, that's stuff that they are going to remember. And they, are gonna go wow my mom is a bad a like she, <laughs> she did all of this oh. and raised us that's yeah. amazing I just feel like I just like want to shake the women who get stuck in that headspace because I'm like no, no 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 you could do both you can do both you can do both and of course there's things there's boundaries need to be in place discipline needs to be in place structure like your kids communication there's so many key ingredients to being able to do both in harmony and joy, but it's possible. And that's all you need to know is that it's possible. So you need to stop entertaining the doubts that maybe it's not because it absolutely is. And Jen's proof of that too. So surround yourself with people that are like-minded that also, you know, if you surround yourself with people that are like, oh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. That are naysayers and telling you, you can't like find your tribe, find the people that are going to lift you up and say, go get it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it so much. So what would you say? We'll wrap it up with this. What would you say to the woman who maybe they're new in entrepreneurship or they're thinking about doing it or they're like, what would you say to her to just help her believe that she's capable? Close your eyes and run as fast as you can (laughs) towards your your goals. I mean, there's never going to be the right time there's never, there's always going to be something that's going to be in your way, but push it out of the way and just go. And you're, there are going to be bumps. There's going to be struggles, but you'll get through them. And and you're going to be, you're going to look back and be so glad you did it. And, you know, and, and I just think that you need to, like I said, surround yourself with people that can lift you up and support you through your journey of entrepreneurship, motherhood, all of the things. And just, and just be confident in yourself and compete with yourself and push yourself and don't let anybody else tell you otherwise, you know, I love it. I love it so much. Where can, where can our listeners connect more with you? Follow you on social, all that stuff. Follow me at, at Jen Dillard, just my full name, J E N Dillard. And, uh, you can follow the JDRE team at JDRE team on Instagram for both. Awesome, Jen. Love this conversation so much. This is something that I'm like so passionate about. So passionate about. I'm like, uh, I want more women to just feel so empowered in their life, in their motherhood, in their business, in their just everything. Cause I feel like there's talking about it. Keep lifting uh, in it. You're empowering people with what you're doing. Thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for being on and for taking time to pour into our listeners today. We appreciate it so much. Absolutely. All right, girl. We'll see you. We'll see you on social. I'll I'll follow. I'll keep following along to see all you're up to. Thanks, Micah. Okay. See you guys. We'll see you here next week. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. 
So until next time, go do your craft. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.